Hey, what's going on, y'all? God bless. Man, I love those entries, by the way. If you guys are, are curious as to what I'm using to start off my podcast, I am on YouTube and something called Lo-Fi Hip Hop. And it got some pretty chill beats. Honestly, when I do these podcasts, they kind of keep me centered on what I'm going to talk about. So if you need something to help you study or write a paper or read the Bible, whatever it may be, it's a pretty cool thing to check out. So Lo-Fi on Hip Hop, my cousin Matt turned me on that. Shout out to you, brother. Um, So guys, I'm in a little bit of a weird bind today. I'm going to be transparent as to the type of person I am today. I'm having this, this, this power struggle, so to speak, of... Do I go play basketball, um, which is extremely therapeutic, and it's my workout, and I love doing it. I love the sport, playing it and watching it. Or do I stay home and watch Colombia uh, play Chile for a World, World Cup qualifier and the Titans and Bills, which is a game of two undefeated teams? Guys, I'm like torn right now as to what I should do, but uh, I guess that's just Kenny problems, right? I don't want to just drown you guys in my, my quote-unquote life's tough decisions. But I do want to mention something that happened to me today. If you guys have a chance, go on Instagram right now if you can and check out my recent video. It's about, I believe it's four minutes long. Something that happened to me and the Holy Spirit spoke to me within a moment that occurred during uh, my work day. And I think it's going to bless your life. Just like these Proverbs, I believe it's going to bless you and kind of help you change the perspective of the narrative, so to speak, in what you do and what you experience on a daily basis. That being said, I'm done rambling, guys. I want to get right into chapter 13 of one proverb a day. Yes, we are 13 chapters in, almost two quarters of the way through. Yes, guys, you've made it. You're really doing a good job, and the finish line is is almost halfway through, so so keep at it, and uh, I know you're going to receive so much from today's chapter. So, again, open up your Bibles or open up your iPhones or Androids, whatever you have right now, to Proverbs chapter 13 in the Amplified Version, where it is titled, Contrast the Upright and the Wicked. Verse 1 says, A wise son heeds and accepts, and is the result of his father's discipline and instruction. But a scoffer does not listen to reprimand, does not learn from his errors. Great way to start off chapter 13. Um, A wise son... Uh, he's and accepts the result of his father's discipline. You know, so sometimes we do something stupid or we make a mistake or an error. And, you know, we look at our parents, like, please give us mercy and grace. And yes, you know, a lot of parents do show that and display that. But it's good to get instruction. It's good to get discipline for what we do wrong because we're going to learn from it. However, it finishes by saying that a scoffer does not listen to reprimand. doesn't want to learn from his errors. He wants to make the same errors over and over again and never learn. Don't be a scoffer. Learn from your mistakes. Verse 2 says, From the fruit of his mouth a wise man enjoys good, but the desire of the treacherous is for violence. The one who guards his mouth, thinking before he speaks, protects his life. The one who opens his lips wide and chatters without thinking comes to ruin. Take out your highlighters or whatever app you're on and press that highlighter button and highlight verse 3 for me because... The one who guards his mouth is the one who thinks before he speaks. This is the kind of person you want to be around. This is the kind of person you want to emulate. Someone who's wise, not just to throw around their words because they think they're wise, but someone who really takes the time to think about and process what they're going to say. On the contrast, you don't want to be the person who just says whatever they want, whatever they're thinking, without even contemplating their thoughts. No one wants to be that guy. 
Verse 4 says the soul, appetite, in parentheses, of the lazy person craves and gets nothing for lethargy overcomes ambition. Eesh. But the soul, appetite of the diligent who works willingly is rich and abundantly supplied. Man, I think sometimes we get caught in that whole moment of like, oh, I just want to fantasize about whatever I want and dream about a big house and big cars and all these things, which to be honest with you, whether you're lethargic about it or you're ambitious about it, aren't really that important. However, don't be a lazy person who craves everything but does not put his his uh, his plow to the ground, who's not tilling his soil, so to speak. Work hard, be ambitious, don't be lazy, be diligent, and you'll see how you live in abundance. Uh, verse 5 says, A righteous man hates lies, but the wicked man is loathsome and acts shamefully. Righteousness, being in right standing with God, guards the one whose way is blameless. But wickedness undermines, overthrows the sinner. That's verse uh, 6. Verse 7 says, There is one who pretends to be rich, yet has nothing at all. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. Now, verse 8 says, The ransom of a man's life is his wealth, but the poor man does not even have to listen to a rebuke or threats from the envious. The ransom for a man's life is his wealth, and but the poor man does not even have to listen to a rebuke or threats. Hmm, interesting. Verse 9 says, The light of the righteous within him grows brighter and rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked is a temporary light and goes out. The light of the righteous within him grows brighter and rejoices. That's something that we get from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. There's a light inside of us that continues to illuminate in and out of season, and we rejoice through that. But the lamp of the wicked, which they think is their everlasting light, goes temporarily on and off because they don't really go based off the Holy Spirit. They go based off themselves. Verse 10 is, through pride and presumption come nothing but strife, but skillful and godly wisdom is with those who welcome well-advised counsel. Through pride and presumption come nothing but strife. Presuming things, prideful in many areas, you get strife. That's where strife is born, the origin of it, so to speak. But wisdom welcomes the well-advised counsel. Verse 11 says, wealth obtained by fraud dwindles, but he who gathers gradually by honest labor will increase his riches. Again, we spoke about this heavily yesterday and in yesterday's proverb and the day before that. Make sure that whatever you're obtaining is not fraudulent. It's not in an illegal way. That stuff dwindles. But when you do it with honest skills, when you do it with honest labor, it only increases your, your riches. 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. Woof! Hope deferred, man. I lost all hope. I'm never going to make it. It's never going to happen. God's never going to show up. That only brings sickness. Not only mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. It's every single aspect of, of our, our, our being. But when desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. Man. Never lose hope, guys. Hope is something that we need. And the word says to let Jesus be the anchor of your hope. 13 says, whoever despises the word and, uh, and counsel of God brings destruction upon himself. Let's just stop it there right quick. So whoever despises the word and counsel of God, just there alone is already telling us that like, Guys, it's not so much of an option or God's giving you like this way out or, you know, it's an ultimatum. No, if you despise the word of God, that already brings destruction upon yourself. 
but he who reverently fears and respects the commandment of God will be rewarded. Stay in line with God. Stay in tune with what he wants to do. And trust me, everything will work out for the good because all you have to do is love him and trust him. The teaching of the wise is a fountain and a source of life so that one may avoid the snares of death. If you're that one right now and you're listening to the Proverbs and you're applying them and you're practicing practicing them, you're going to avoid any snare or trap the enemy's trying to set up for you. Good understanding wins favor from others, but the way of the unfaithful is hard like a barren, dried soil. Good understanding wins favor from others, which is necessary. 16 says, every prudent and self-disciplined man acts with knowledge, but a closed-minded fool who refuses to learn displays his foolishness for all to see. Every prudent and self-disciplined man acts with knowledge. I feel like sometimes we want knowledge and wisdom and to sound um, like a scholar, so to speak, or someone who who's profound in their wisdom. But the reality is we lack self-discipline. We lack a lot of things, you know, prudence that comes with it. And that's something that we have to address because wisdom is not just one aspect of our being. It's pretty much hits everything and kind of transforms your character, so to speak. And don't be a closed-minded fool, guys. Don't be a person who refuses to learn. Guys, be coachable. Be teachable. Be, be moldable. You know, don't, don't go to a church and expect them to do everything you want to do. Don't go to a job and say, they're not giving me the hours and the things that I want. Guys, some things in life are not going to add up to your ideals. But you, they make you better. They make you a better person. Amen. 17. A wicked messenger falls into hardship, but a faithful ambassador brings healing. Oof. Wicked messenger. Parable of talents. Pops right out to me, you know. Um, but a faithful ambassador brings healing. Guys, you know what you are? You are all ambassadors from heaven. And you also have the power of the Holy Spirit, which brings healing. A healing word to people. So highlight that for a second. That's you, man. Don't be a wicked messenger. Be a faithful ambassador. 18. Poverty and shame will come to him who refuses instruction and discipline, but he who accepts and learns from reproof or censor is honored. Poverty and shame will come to the people who don't like instruction and discipline. That's interesting. So you're telling me that not only am I going to be someone who is ruthlessly um, unwise and has a pretty much unstable character, not only am I going to have that, poverty too? Oof. Man, playing man, uh, King Solomon's hitting different kind of tones right now, uh, and it says, "But he who accepts and learns from his reproof is honored." Hmm. Trust me, one day you'll be getting uh, disciplined and corrected, but one day from that correction, you will correct others, and that's the chain or the lineage of wisdom and righteousness as the years go on. Desire realized is sweet to the soul, but it is detestable to fools to turn away from evil which they have planned. He who walks as a companion with the wise men will be wise, but the company, the companions of conceited, dull-witted fools are fools themselves and will experience harm. Again, take a look around. Who are you walking with? Are they conceited, dull-witted? Dull are they fools? Are they acting foolish? Are they not wise? Walk with, be a companion with wise men and you'll become wise. Show me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are. Don't be fooled about that. 21 says, Adversity pursues sinners, but the consistently upright will be rewarded with prosperity. Man, I don't want to be a sinner, man, because there's so many things that come, come with it already are negative, and adversity is just one more thing that I don't want. I don't need, so to speak. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, 
and the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the hands of the righteous. Woof. Go Jesus, man. Think about that. When we're walking with God, we're, when he's teaching us how to do all these things. Our wealth is going to hit and our inheritance is going to hit not only our kids, but our kids' kids. And that's beautiful. And even with that, all the wealth the sinners are accumulating are going to fall back into the hands of the righteous. So, guys, man, walking with God, not that I'm trying to sell you as some kind of propaganda or some kind of, you know, infomercial. I'm trying to tell you that walking with God has so many benefits, not because it makes us better people, but he just transforms everything about us from within all the way to the outside. 23 says abundant food is is in the fallow, the, un, the uncultivated ground of the poor. But without protection, it is swept away by injustice. He who withholds the rod of discipline hates his son, but he who loves his, him disciplines and trains him diligently and appropriately with wisdom and love. I'm not sure if we got some parents listening in this podcast, but be very careful not to tell your kid he's doing okay and he's nice and he's kind and he's sweet and never disciplining or correcting things that you yourself know are not edifying to him because it'll only lead to worse and also i've heard so many parents take this angle like my son or my daughter's a good person they're they're great people and they're drug dealers and they're hitting their girlfriend or boyfriend and they're nasty to their teachers and their bosses guys be very be very discerning i know it hurts i'm not i'm not a father yet I know it's going to be tough to look at the one that came out of you basically and correct him, but it's going to make his life longer. It's going to teach him valuable uh, ethics of life, you know, so to be wise and, and, and discipline him. That, that's love. When you love him, you discipline him because you want him to do better. And he gains wisdom with that. Amen. And to close out chapter 13, verse 25 says, The consistently righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the stomach of the wicked is in need of bread. When you're upright with God, there's not much you need, man. Even if you look around and you do don't, maybe you don't have enough in a certain area as far as what you wanted. You don't have need. You don't really feel you need it. You have what you already have, and you're 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 satisfied. That that suffice. But the people who are wicked. They're always feeling that they're in need. Oh, I need more of this. I need more shoes. I need more more friends. I need more, you know, uh, likes. I need more whatever it is. Don't be the kind of person who's walking with the wicked because these things will stand out to you. So, guys, again, as I close out every single episode of this um, month-long series, I ask you what stood out to you. What impacted you? What are you going to implement right now? What are you going to put into practice tomorrow so you can see for yourself that these aren't just random words being spoken by a king who died years ago. This is something that we can all take take from and really implement in every single day life. I love you guys very much. God bless you. This wraps up chapter 13. Until tomorrow back here in Hope Ministries, I will see you for chapter 14, which means we'll be officially two quarters of the way through. God bless you guys. I love y'all and have a safe night.